When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you for tuning in. So remember, the phones are open. It's 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. I got to start off with the fact that it just jumped right at, at me when I looked at the Wall Street Journal today. There's a front page uh, column that says that Russia is using, uh, extending the definition of treason and uh, sedition and all that stuff to go after uh, people that are opposed to Putin uh, in one way or another. Could you substitute the word United States of America for that? I mean, if you read, if you read it and you just put the word U.S., USA, Biden, Uh, in there we're doing what they're doing and they're doing what we're doing and they're a dictatorship basically what they're doing is and it includes of course the wall street journal uh uh uh, columnist or or reporter but uh, he's only one of many uh both uh, foreign and russian they're charging them with treason if they disagree with the war in Uh, Ukraine, or they disagree with Putin at all. And they've expanded the definition of treason twice, kind of defined it. uh, Any disagreement with Putin is treason against Russia. And then they're giving out sentences like when they used to be three or four years, they're now 25 years, and they're holding people without trial. Sounds like January 6th, doesn't it? Now, let's think about it. January 6th, what's the big, what's the big uh, charge about January uh, 6th? Insurrection, 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 insurrection. It has now been, I don't know how long and how many millions of dollars. I'm going to say 50 million, 60 million. It is the biggest investigation the FBI has ever had. Bigger than organized crime. Bigger than the Communist Party. Bigger than the Nazis. They haven't charged a single human being with insurrection. They came up with this sedition thing, which is bull. But the word they use is insurrection. I'm sorry. Uh, By now, uh, insurrection has been disproven by the mere fact that they've spent millions and millions, they may be getting to the 100 million point. They've raided people, uh, raided people in the middle of the night for for trespass, Uh, sometimes look like uh, stormtroopers when they did it. And they're holding people, uh, many many of them, unfortunately, without trial, under conditions that uh, could only be described as horrible. So tell me what the difference is when you read that article in the Wall Street Journal between us and uh, Russia. We are now, under Biden, 
we're, we're not um, we're a fascist country. I mean, I, I mean, the, the, the brag charge kind of eg- exemplifies that in that we're going after the, 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 the party in power, the regime in power is going after, you know, the prior uh, people that were in power, which is the mark of a fascist state uh, and going after them with with uh, you would have to first of all. Uh, taking an innocent man and charging him with something he didn't do. But secondly, even if you don't think he's innocent, taking a minor thing and making it into a major, massive thing, minor in comparison to many other politicians who did far worse and got away with it, like Bill Clinton, uh, like Joe Biden. (laughs) Joe Biden, every day a new crime is coming out. How about now we've got a letter from a, uh, uh, a long-term official in the Internal Revenue Service. Uh, and uh, the letter uh, put out by his lawyer, Mark Little, uh, alleges that there was preferential treatment and politics improperly, improperly infecting decisions and protocols that would normally be followed uh, by law enforcement officials. Uh, and that uh, there was. Um, high-profile interference and that there is and that this witness can prove perjury by a very high-level official of the Biden administration. And he's a whistleblower who is another one of the whistleblowers being disregarded by uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office, disregarded by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware, disregarded by the FBI. I mean, do you realize how many of these people there are now? I mean, I thought there were a lot before we even got started. The people that I brought to them, including the woman that I tell you about who had the information about the offshore bank accounts. Uh, But that was, you know, that was three years ago. Uh, Or um, but now I can't even keep track of the number of whistleblowers that they don't want to talk to. They basically don't want to hear anyone. That can prove. That. Biden and his family were taking bribes. Just like uh, the courts didn't want to hear any witnesses about election uh, 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 fraud. And then they then they can go say, well, you know, it was never proven. Uh, That's why we eventually went to state legislatures, because the courts uniformly would not listen to witnesses. Never heard of that. When you bring a motion for a temporary restraining order, you almost always get four or five witnesses. Uh, when I look back on it, it's quite clear they were afraid to have ordinary citizens testifying about the fact that they were um, excluded from voting. Uh, they saw ballots that a- appeared to be tampered, uh, in some cases a few, in some cases a lot, that they went to vote and somebody had already voted for them. The same thing going on now with the Biden thing. It's just like, how, how much can they get, a- get away with? So now we have a career IRS criminal supervisory special agent who's been overseeing uh, the ongoing and sensitive investigation since uh, 2020. And he claims that uh, the investigation is fixed. Let's make it, let's put it in plain English and that it's fixed by the, the Biden administration and that one of Biden's high level officials committed perjury when he testified before Senator Grassley's uh, committee. And he um, he 
he he um, the lawyer breaks it down into he contradicts sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee. Uh, he has evidence about failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate disposition of the case. And he has detailed examples of preferential treatment, which, of course, we've known going back to Biden that the IRS was crooked. Right. I mean, it, 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 IRS, FBI, both at a high level crooked. What kind of government is this? Mayorkas still <laughs> doesn't think we have a crisis. But he was required, and I really, really respect uh, Congressman Fluger. That's, that's uh, Representative August Fluger, a Republican from Texas, who required Mayorkas to, um, to apologize to the remaining members of the Tambunga family, uh, who, uh, whose relatives were killed by a illegal migrant. By the way, all this migrant stuff, they're all illegal. Illegal means violating the law. When they walk over the border without papers, without permission, it's a crime. They are illegal. Stop all the crap. They're illegal. All of them are illegal. And uh, uh, some of them may have great motives. Some of them may have average motives. And some of them may be the worst killers that you ever met. And we don't know the difference. You know who knows the difference? The cartels on the other side of the border who figure out who can come in. They have become enormously wealthy. They've gone from being uh, kind of like uh, local little gangs to being a massive organized crime group that could easily uh, rival the mafia in its highest days and, and the Colombian cartels, at least in terms of wealth and, uh, and distribution in the United States. Uh, thank God they, still, they don't have quite the political uh, uh, the, the political power that those groups had, although they get, they're gathering it. And one wonders, uh, since Biden is compromised by China, does that bring along being compromised by the cartels? Because they are, they are very, very uh, uh, big partners. I mean, they, 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 they keep that fentanyl money for themselves. I mean, nobody else gets their hands on that fentanyl money. The cartels were not making enough of fentanyl. And one of the things the cartels have done that nobody tells you is over the last three to four years, they've put agents in every American city. In other words, we have in New York City representatives of the Sinaloa cartel. They used to work through other people. There's now uh, so much money in it, and they clearly don't want to be cheated that we now have thousands and thousands of representatives of the of the Mexican cartels in the U.S. directing uh, a lot of the fentanyl traffic. Uh, There was just 800 pounds of fentanyl discovered inside a tractor trailer at the port of San Diego. That's more than uh, 3.5 million fentanyl pills valued at 21.1 million. This happens. I'm just reading that to you just to tell you. and, And by the way, Every time it happens, we should say, due to the ineptitude and corruption of Joseph R. 
Biden. This would not be happening with any other president. We did not have this kind of open border under any other president. We've had some presidents who were really bad on the border, like Obama. We've had some presidents like Trump, who actually in the last year, year and a half, got control of the border. Fentanyl went down. But we've never had a president that just opened our borders. Do you know uh, when you have open borders, you don't have a country anymore? Particularly a country like ours that's based on common values. And that's why they're doing it. So we'll be back very shortly and we'll get to your questions. We've got a lot of people lined up. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at with crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. And I thought, um, I think, I thought we would go to Judith in Brooklyn. And uh, I think she has a very important topic she wants to bring up. Judith? Yes. Yes, I do. I do want to call that the IRS. But may I just say this real fast before the IRS that I want to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. These, these Dominion machines, Liz Warren, of all people, uh, was the one who said that they were computers. She was against them originally, I think, before 216. They are computers. They can be uh, programmed and they can be hacked. And, Rudy, guess what? There was at least a dozen ways that fraud was committed. And guess what, Rudy? No one can prove that the election was not stolen due to overwhelming fraud, which I happen to know that you tried so hard to just to get to the truth and facts, okay? So that's my comment on there. But IRS, let me go to that. Okay. You used to be the United States prosecutor, correct? Pardon me? You used to be the United States prosecutor. I was a U.S. But... attorney for the Southern District of New York. Uh, be there you go. In the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I think you're familiar with the IRS because I think you were very familiar. I prosecuted many, many of their cases and I've represented people, you know, uh, uh, against the IRS or for with the IRS, however you want to look at it. I've been on both sides of the IRS. So so, Rudy, this is the deal. There is I'm sure, you know, there is a a division there called the inspectors division, I believe. Mm -hmm. These are separate agents. They are specifically there. They have the authority to watch over IRS agents in case they uh, abuse their power, and they're the ones that go after them. Now, here's the deal, uh, Rudy. It used to be that these IRS agents were not allowed to speak anything political, nothing, not even at a coffee break or anything. I have a feeling, and I'm, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wonder if you're thinking this too. Uh, I think that this inspector's division 
um, the corruption lies right there because they're not doing their job. Fascinating. And that's the question mark. That's the question mark. They are corrupt because they're not doing their job, and I wonder why. And so I don't know what powers you have behind the scenes, whatever, but I think we need to look at these inspectors because they're not doing their job, and the corruption must be there. My goodness, Judith, that is an excellent observation. Now, I'm going to tell you, the inspector division of the IRS, when we go back to the IRS and the FBI in the 1980s, uh, totally different organizations. Uh, they right. both were apolitical, non-political. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had problems. I mean, everybody has problems, but they weren't. I mean, they, it, it, it was just completely different. And the inspection division was, in fact, the cream of the crop. In fact... Right. I, one very, very big case, I used uh, the inspection division to actually investigate the case because they were so good. Um, and there was one inspector in particular who was like a, uh, a legend. And they did, they did have uh, excessive power, but for good reasons. Right. Uh, and you, uh, if, if, yeah, if they didn't pick up what was going on in the IRS under Obama, then there's something very, very wrong there because this this has been allowed to fester now for some time. I, I think their problems go back even further than the FBI's in terms of being political. But you I, know, Rudy, Rudy, can I just say something? Do you know? Do you remember Eric Holder? I remember what he did. Do when I he remember Eric Holder? I, I have a letter from Eric Holder <laughs> telling me what a great uh, mentor I was. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! But you know what, Eric Holder, shame on him. He started hiring. Uh, people in the FBI that were not high-caliber educated people. They were more left-wing leftists. And so I have a sneaky feeling that we've got that all over the place. Well, you know, Eric Holder was a very, very good uh, prosecutor at one time. And he went political with Obama, but he went, like, way over on the other side. And he was probably, um, well, I don't know, This uh, it would be impossible to be... A worse attorney general than uh, Garland. But, I mean, he was he he's the one who really politicized the Justice Department um, to a to a degree that is. Um, uh, I mean, it's gotten worse, but he's the guy who really politicized it. Uh, so let's uh, let's go to Tony in Pauline, New York. Mr. Mayor, how are you doing, sir? How are you, Tony? All right, sir. You're a great mayor. You're trying your best job. I just have all all the amount of respect for you. Um, I just wanted to say that um, this guy that uh, has the information, the IRS, uh, unfortunately, like the Clintons and these higher ups and uh, Cabal, he's probably or her going to probably wind up dead because oh, the God, corruption is. I hope I, not. I, I'm just saying, Mr. Mayor, like I was in the you know, Marines six but, but years. Can I, can I tell you one thing, of... t- Tony, one thing that might help him? There there now are starting to be too many to kill him. I mean, uh, people forget uh, just last week there was uh, McCormick, the guy who was the stenographer who was there for the three critical uh, Ukraine trips that can directly testify that Joe Biden is involved in this. So we'll be back. Uh, things are getting interesting, huh? We'll be back uh, in a few in a few minutes. We got we got plenty more to cover, and we got a lot of calls. Rudy Giuliani, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Here's Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani show. And before we get to the calls, I, I I just can't resist this. This is two Democrats fighting with each other, 
And it gives me an occasion to agree with Mayor Adams. And since I, you know, obviously disagree with him quite a bit, uh, I still I still have a soft spot for anybody that's mayor of New York. But I want you to listen to AOC first uh, on The Daily Show. Uh, I want you to also uh, just kind of pay attention to the absolute complete lies she tells and how the how they just roll over for that idiot. Uh, Number seven. And you're talking about funding um, uh, violence prevention outside of uh, the police. Mm -hmm. And yet Eric Adams has just increased police wages by 28 percent. Is that misplaced? I I think so. We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries, when we are taking all of those resources and demanding that every single department, except the militarized one, be cut. We are sending a message about who and what we care about. Well, I mean, I, this is totally ridiculous. Now, where's where's the reporter? Uh, the the New York City school system ha- uh, budget is a, is at a record level. Now, there was just a major article in uh, in the Times about it. She just lied, one hundred percent lied. Uh, we're up to thirty seven thousand dollars per student in New York. We pay for more students, even though our population is down by almost a million students. We have a much higher budget with a million less, a uh, hundred thousand less students. And there was just a major article in the New York Times about it, which means that AOC doesn't read. She clearly doesn't think. I mean, she's just a nitwit. And then uh, the the police have never had restored the billion dollars that de Blasio took from them. Now, Adams made up for some of it with the raise, but I'd have to look and see how much that is, maybe about a third. But they've still been defunded, and they're down to the lowest level ever. Cops get paid more than teachers, but cops have a full-time job. You think teachers have a full-time job? I would venture to guess that they work about eight months out of the year. When you want to look at all the holidays, the time off, I mean, they, you know, uh, they constantly increasing the preparation time when they're in school. And my God, they had two years off. They had two years off while our kids fell behind almost every country in the world. So how do we put up with this? And what is wrong? Who I don't even know who does the Daily Show. Mr. Gubatz, I guess. I don't know. But Mr. Gubatz obviously doesn't read the newspapers either. Because there was just a major article on the excessive amount of money we're spending on our school system when it's down. Now, let's listen to Eric Adams uh, uh, about the president of the United States. Number eight. Washington is time to respond. Enough is enough. New Yorkers deserve better. They don't want our free shelter. They don't want free food. They don't want free clothing. They're saying, can we work? Fortunately, they can act with a stroke of a pen. That's all it takes. Thousands of people are waiting to come across the border and potentially end up in New York City. Why are you doing this to New York? The national government has turned its back on New York City. 
<laughs> where's um, where's the headline? You know, Biden to New York, drop dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I'm I'm not gonna not gonna say I told you so or any of his other stuff to Adams. I I uh, I sympathize with the position that, that he's in. However, he got himself there. But I mean, the reality is. It is a uh, pure and absolute demonstration of the open border that Biden has given us that we did not have under Trump or, frankly, under any other president. This is a Biden creation, and it's the reason so many people are dying of fentanyl. When I say he's getting people killed, please don't disregard that as some kind of flippant statement. I mean it. He, Mayorkas. People are dying as a result of his policies. They are the deliberate result of his policies. We would have nowhere near this amount of fentanyl if we just did a halfway decent job of patrolling the border. I mean, it is disgraceful what we are allowing this uh, nitwit, this evil man, to get away with. Let's uh, go to let's go to Andrew in Stanhope. That was an excellent point. That was an excellent point you made with teacher salaries. They always say their annual salary, but they leave out that they don't work the full year. They they have the whole summer, sometimes three months off. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And then, of course, they owe us something for the two years they didn't work, I think. And the police are literally putting their lives on yeah, the line. Yeah, it's a far different they, job. Uh, come on. But uh, so dangerous. They, you know, they could get shot. They're, they're in the worst in the projects you know going into dangerous situations but i've been working in the city again and i was thinking about what you said with the now you're known for marijuana so i came up with the slogan reefer and rats yeah (laughs) isn't it a shame i mean uh i wish i could disagree with you you know and the rats the rats my joke is because you smell the the marijuana smoke so the rats get the munchies so in New York City, the rats are fatter because they have the munchies. They're always eating. But it is sad, though. It is sad. I know. <laughs> I shouldn't true. laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I know sometimes, uh, uh, even when Biden does these you know, demented things, sometimes I'll laugh. And then I'll say to myself, what am I laughing at? The guy's the president of the United States. He's got his finger near that button, and he's ruining our country. And I'm laughing because he's acting like a nitwit. Uh, let's go to Rob in uh, New Jersey. Rudy. Hey, Rob. Hi, how are you? Hey, you know, you know, you know, you and I were talking on your podcast just the other day um, about the Charlie Brown teacher effect. When truth tellers always somehow sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. No, you, you know, no, people can't hear the truth. And then you had a call. <laughs> I know, I'm laughing again like a jerk, but OK. You, but it's true, right? You had a caller yesterday called in, talked about how it's a lost generation and we have to look at the next generation, educate them, make sure that they don't fall under this Bolshevik. Uh, social engineering experiment. But the problem is we don't have time for that. We have to educate. No, we don't have time. We can't lose a generation. This this, this is the generation that's going to have to fight China, either in a a military war or an economic war or a combination of both. This is the generation that's going to have to save the world from China because China wants to take over the world. They've told us that. Well, I want to head up the project. I, I want. If I have to do it myself, I want to do it. So if there's anybody out there listening, like Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, or anybody with the resources, let's 
get maybe true social Donald Trump might be like to do a live stream or something like that. We, I using bullet point presentation for from in, information and documentary information that is already existing. I mean, there's stuff out there that if it could be disseminated and people could understand the amount of resources that have been put forth to brainwash the society yep, and yep. they've been very successful well, at talk, doing it. Rob. Uh, I, I like this. Let's talk more about this. I, this needs a little uh, a fleshing out, but uh, you got a very good idea, uh, idea there. Let's go to uh, Jimmy, uh, our resident expert on communism. I'm telling you, listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Jimmy. Your caller you just had and the lady who opened the show, I'm fans of them. And there's very few people I would say I'm fans of. <laughs> you be- you began the show talking about the similarities between Putin and Biden, how they treat their opposition. There's a reason that they're similar. Both are enemies of America and the free world, and both have the same political connections. Putin is openly an old-line Soviet, and Biden was put in office by a, a group called Council for a Livable World, which was a Soviet front group founded by a Soviet agent named Leo Szilard. So that's why they seem similar. Now, you have a Soviet-trained agent named Gus Hall, who was the head of the Communist Party for decades. He said the best way to help the cause of communism is through the Democratic Party. Now, coming up this Saturday, April 22nd, is Lenin's birthday, the founder of the Soviet Union. So April 22nd is also Lenin's birthday, the founder of the Soviet Union. Earth Day has American people now, particularly Biden, working to destroy America's energy sector. So the old way of war, the enemy would bomb your your oil depots, your oil refineries, your factories. The communists in America, we're not bombing our factories. We send them to the enemy in communist China, and they're not bombing our oil uh, energy sector. We're destroying it. So that shows you how every country around the world has a communist party who has tentacles among every groups, including left wing and right wing in every country, and they work jointly. One more thing. The idea that the IRS was going after uh, Trump and and, uh, the Tea Party, the communists, both Soviet press and American Communist Party, talk about weaponizing. They don't use the word weaponizing. They say when they have power, all of these agencies are going to have class content meaning communist versus the capitalist. It's happening all in print. One more thing. Communist China is helping Mexico, helping the Mexican drug cartels. And now you find out recently that the Mexican drug cartels are working with Hezbollah, a Muslim terror group, and the Russian mafia. The Russian mafia is KGB mafia. So you have three different things built by the communists, the drug cartels, the Muslim terror, and uh, the Russian mafia, we are being outsmarted uh, and and defeated. Now, your first caller, I believe her name was Judy. Uh-huh, Judith. I listen to conservative radio, TV. I don't hear any of these media conservative celebrities who could do what she just did today. Yeah, wasn't it she great? Gotta, I mean, she put her finger right on it and uh, it reminded me of my knowledge of the IRS about the inspection division. I mean, that's the, um, I mean, that's the heart and soul of the IRS. So I think she has a finger in exactly the right spot. we got a hell of an audience, Jim, and uh, you could very well be the star. I'll tell you, I really really respect you uh, tremendously. Let's go to Alice in Orangetown, uh, New York. Hey, Mr. Mayor. You there? I'm here, Alice. 
Listen, with the information that's coming out soon and with the Biden family, couldn't the whole family be held on the RICO laws? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take crime you. Family, the racketeering, this bribery, extortion. What else do you but, need bef- for the RICO? Before the end of the show, because I can't do it right this minute, but during the break, I will I will cite my podcast, which is about two years old now, three years old, in which I outline in great detail a racketeering case against them. And I did it with evidence before I knew about the hard drive. And I have a chart. And uh, I would say, and I'm not exaggerating, I have more evidence to do a RICO case against a Biden crime family than all but one or two of the RICO cases I, di- I did. Uh, not only that, I have uh, the smoking gun, which is the explanation of it very briefly and very powerfully by Hunter when he writes to uh, text his daughter and says, for 30 years. I've been paying all the bills of the family and I still have to give 50% of my income to pop. So you don't usually get that in a Rico case. You have a nice concise explanation of the flow of the money. And, uh, and the, and the major amount of money is going to the top, to the Don, to the boss, Joe Biden. He just tragically happens to be the president of the United States, but that's a great observation, Alice, and uh, since then, since that podcast, the amount of evidence has tripled. It's tripled. But it was a good case back in uh, 2020 when I first outlined it. And I'll get you the exact uh, uh, citation for it. You can go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. You go back to the 2020 podcast. They're all there. Go to that one and, and just watch it. And you'll see. You'll see all the witnesses lined up like a trial. And I did it exactly the way I did it in going after the mafia. I can just tell you um, it, it's a better case than the vast majority of cases that I ever prosecuted. It's a case I never, I never say you can't lose. I'd come pretty close to saying you could not lose this case. I'd even be willing to try it in front of a pro-Biden jury. I bet I could turn him. I bet. Because they get so angry at what he was doing. Because you, you, don't, you don't know half of uh you don't even know uh, three quarters of what's involved i mean the podcast um reveals a little of it but there's so much more that hasn't come out yet uh this family is a disgrace it's a disgrace and i think uh comer you know uh, you can see almost a shock on his face when he says, we didn't realize it involved so many, Bi- so many Bidens. I mean, it's the whole damn, fa- not the whole family. I shouldn't say that. There are a couple that weren't involved. But it's a large number of people in the Biden family. We have a crime family in the White House. You could, you could cry. I mean, you could absolutely cry. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it'll be the mayor's final thoughts. Please come back. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Back uh, with you with the mayor's uh, final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. $11 a month will put you within a group of people that has the back of our men and women in uniform, military and civilian, who need us. 
when they are catastrophically injured and they need homes built so they have the maximum amount of independence they can have, and, of course, for their families when they lose their lives in the service of, of us and the homes are paid for and other uh, things. Uh, but most importantly, uh, uh, Frank and, and, and the whole wonderful group from Tunnel to Towers is there supporting them and showing them how important they are. I told you I would tell you where you could uh, hear the um, complete explanation of the RICO case against the Biden crime family. And it is uh, Common Sense episode number six. It was only the sixth podcast I ever did. And it was back in, oh, goodness, I would say must have been like March of 2020. Uh it's, it's called Proving Extensive Corruption and Criminal Conduct by the Biden Family Enterprise. And it's Common Sense Episode 6. Now, the ones leading up to it, uh, basically um, one through five, is sort of a trial. There I put the witnesses on that I am then summarizing here. So you can actually see them. You can see Shokin who is the uh, pro- prosecutor who was thrown out of office, who they say is corrupt, never any charges of corruption, never any evidence of corruption. Nothing suggests that he was corrupt, except uh, that was, a, that was a, uh, a false charge that was propagated by Soros organizations. Uh, you'll, see, uh, you'll see Andrei Teloshenko. Uh, you will see... Uh, three or four of the other witnesses, you'll see the documents uh, as if you were at a trial. And you'll see uh, the admission made by uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Here I'm looking at uh, Shokin. That's episode number three. Uh, that's, the, uh, that's, the, that's the person who was investigating Burisma, had arrested them, and got fired because Joe Biden uh, extorted and bribed uh, the president of, uh, of Ukraine. That's what, that's what this was all about. The, these, are, these are my final thoughts. Let's go back to the beginning. Joe Biden was hired by my Zloshevsky, who is a member of Ukrainian organized crime, who is a multi-billionaire oligarch, pro-Russian, he owned a company called Burisma, which was an entirely corrupt company. And it had been seized by the new government of Ukraine that we were supporting. Biden was hired because uh, Zloshevsky didn't want to lose his company. He needed somebody to save him from its being seized by the government. And he th- he, when, when Obama made Biden what he called the point man for Ukraine, he gave him extraordinary powers, including power over whether Ukraine would exist or not. So when Biden is saying uh, in that video, I wasn't going to give him the billion dollars unless he fired the prosecutor. If Ukraine didn't get that billion dollars, there'd be no Ukraine. It had no money in the bank. People like Zloshevsky, the guy who hired Biden, had taken all their money. Zloshevsky took... Bare minimum, about $20 billion. Bare minimum. The company is worth about $40 billion. So that's what was at stake for him. So he, he spread around about $100 million worth of bribes. Probably, we can prove $8 million. 
went to the Bidens. Probably, when you get finished with it, if you ever get the witness with the offshore bank accounts, you're probably going to get to about $20 million for the Biden crime family. Well, go back to that. Uh, listen to it if you can, and then call me about it tomorrow. You have some questions, okay? Episode 6, number 6. God bless you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.